Welcome, friends, to the Friends That Carry On podcast, where we dive deeper in our trips, unpack tips, and everything in between. The one who holds the torch key is your host. Get ready for your ears to go on a trip with your favorite group of friends. Welcome to Friends That Carry On. We are friends that like to travel and like to travel with our friends, without our friends sometimes. doesn't matter. We just like to travel. And we'd like to inspire other people to travel with their friends, without their friends. Just get out there and travel, right? And today we have with us Brian Romine, Jim Scott, and Tony. And I am Eric. And thank you for joining us. And we're going to, we'll recap last week a little bit. We talked about Greece, our planning stages of Greece and how we planned that and our strategies behind planning it, mainly Shelly's strategies behind planning it because it was really her baby and her idea and her, it was her bucket list and her birthday bucket list. We were like, well, we could do that too. Can we join your birthday? So we pretty much did. So we talked about how we planned it. We wrapped it around a couple of people. Tony and I wrapped it a London around each end of it on the front and the back end of it. So we went to London before and came to London after Athens Jim and Teresa went, you went to Sweden, Sweden. Stockholm on the front and uh, Copenhagen, Denmark on the back. Copenhagen, Denmark on the back to split up the trip because quite honestly, it was cheaper to do that than it was to fly round trip from our area, which is the Washington, D.C. area over to Ath- over to Greece. So it's just a lot less expensive to do that. And you can get the tips on our uh, last week's podcast. This week, we'll go on ahead and go into the islands. But you didn't ask me. I, I, oh. I wrapped Shepherdstown on the front end of my trip and Shepherdstown on the back end. Where did you go? Where did you fit recently? In that, I spent all of my time in Shepherdstown <laughs> traveling up and down the two or three blocks of the town. Yeah. So while you were in Shepherdstown, did you suffer from FOMO? Oh my goodness, the pictures you guys posted, I was <laughs> I was uh, definitely suffering and I still have not forgiven you. Good, then our job was, was to for those <laughs> For those people out there that don't know what FOMO is, FOMO is fear of missing out. And that is basically what has, fear of missing out is basically what started this podcast because we have a group of people that started to travel and then when we started to post everything, all of our friends were like, well, we want to go. So <laughs> some of our friends do go now. So that's uh, that's what FOMO is. Anyway, so our first, I guess, leg from Athens to the actual islands was the first island we went to was Mykonos. And we decided to take a ferry from Athens to Mykonos. And that was probably Blue Star. Blue Star Ferry. Blue Star Ferries. There's a Blue Star and a Gold Star. So, so we took Blue Star Ferries just FYI to, and that was about a five hour ferry ride, wasn't it? From Athens to Mykonos. How did, how did you make the decision between Blue Star and Gold Star? Well, so uh, what was the time? time? It was, was yeah. Time, the departure times. Departure times. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, no difference in costs there. No, they were pretty much the same. Now, we will say that um, we did Gold Star from Mykonos to Santorini, and I think we all liked Blue Star a little better. Think. Well, our experience, just to let people know, now our experience on Blue Star, we had a lot more help with the with the people right. on board helping us and guiding us. Right. But in Gold Star, we thought it would be the same as Blue Star. It really wasn't. And there wasn't any staff to help us. They didn't even really speak English that well. Yeah. But well, I was more about the, the, the bar and the restaurant right. the facilities. That was <laughs> we were a little bit experienced on Blue our Star first uh, yeah. on our Blue Star ferry. The one thing I was going to say, just from a tip standpoint, that we realized, so you can book your, you know, your ferry trip online, which you should. We recommend that. But that doesn't get you on the ferry. So you have to make sure you go to the ticket booth, which is right there at the port. But look for, like with Blue Star, they have a specific, you know, office there. You go in. And then they print your ticket. And they'll be lined up usually with yeah. people. What do you need to provide them to print your ticket? Your ID? You will, no, no, yeah, take your, your, your passport. Or, well, you take your passport. They, uh, when you sign up online, you've already paid. So you print out a thing that has a little barcode and says, you, like I was for me and my wife said, said two adults and had the barcode. So that and your passport. 
But you, can you have uh, like at the airport? You can have it. Can you have the barcode yeah. on your iPhone you or your phone? You can have it on your phone. Sure. But that doesn't get you, get you on the phone. They don't get you on the phone. You got to get That's your ticket. Right. You take that to yeah. just like kind of at the airport for your boarding. Well, exactly. Right. Right. That, oh. No, because in the airport, that's what I'm saying. You can take your phone ah, and go you. straight to your gotcha. gate. Not you here. You can't do that. You got to get your chance. And that's important because our cab driver didn't. He told us wrong. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they said go to the booth. They have ATMs on board. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they wow. have just FYI. I had I had to use it. It's a little expensive, but if you have to use it, you know, there's not any other choices. You don't have any choices, right? Yeah. So so just so, FYI, that's a good piece of information. Getting back to the tickets, though, when we got on the Blue Star, when and after we took off, and we we kind of settled in in the back of the boat, which these are good sized boats and, and very comfortable both both Gold Star and Blue Star. But we met a couple from uh, actually from like Smithsburg, Maryland, which where we are in Shepherdstown is is less than 30 minutes away. Across so the in, river. So to be in Athens and, and meet somebody that's within 20, 30 minutes of where you are geographically is pretty cool. I don't know if they got there late or weren't sure about the ticket booth, but they had to literally run. And it was what a good quarter to half mile from the ticket booth to where you boarded the boat. And they barely made it on. They, <laughs> they were scrambling. Yeah. She said they literally almost did the, the commercial they, where you like jump across. They were, they were putting the gate up, the, the, right. the, the, the plank or whatever you want to call it. So they barely got on. So it is a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Another tip to go along with that, and of course, this is our first time. So this is, I think, useful information is on the bigger ferries, you can book dedicated seats, you know, or you can kind of go to general boarding areas. You know, kind of like find your own seat type of thing. Well, we didn't know, and you didn't. It was better that we thought to go ahead and spend a little extra money and have an assigned seat. We only sat in our assigned seat for 15 minutes because mm. it was beautiful weather. So we went to the open air section, which I, I think Eric, that's where you buy your ticket was yeah. that open air. We ended up sitting there because, you know, it was beautiful sunshine. You can overlook and sit out and have you know, drinks, eat food. And the bar was Which you take a bit of a risk, I suppose, if you do that. Yeah, so that's the thing. Great. It's nice to have the assigned seat, but just keep that in mind. And I would assume, too, we were also at the very beginning of, of busy season. Mm-hmm. So June, July, August, I bet that whole oh, area is just clustered. Yeah. So having a assigned seat would probably be very, very useful. At that point, yeah, yeah. If you're traveling in the busy seasons or the summer seasons, I would highly, I would highly recommend getting uh, first off getting your ticket online, doing it ahead of time for sure. Plus, the difference in cost. Yours was in the mid twenties, and ours was low forties. So you're only talking fifteen, eighteen, twenty bucks top difference. Mm-hmm. So what not huge? How long is the ride? <sighs> Well, like one was five hours, hours, one was four hours. hours. Now, yeah, they so. do have high speed ferries. Really, catamaran type. Yes, yeah, that that cuts that ride. From we saw five them too. to more like three. They don't have any open air seating or any of that, so you're mm-hmm. in more of a a true seat. So they were, they're a little bit more expensive, and we we thought that part of the enjoyment was just kind of you know enjoy that ferry ride, which was. It was Amazing. awesome. Yeah, it well, was really great. All the the weather was perfect. There wasn't amazing. any more than one and a half foot seas, so it wasn't rocking or any. You didn't need drama, mean or anything. I don't think yeah. anybody did. Shelly was a little worried about that. She even was prepared, and I think prepared herself with some drama, mean or a patch. But was I don't even think it was necessary because the seas weren't. Yeah. They weren't uh, choppy at all. Right. And we pulled into a couple other ports that were real beautiful little island towns that were. Cuban. Paris was one of them. Paris, and then the other one, I'm not sure, but it was, it was yeah. a pretty little town we pulled into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paris is made our, I think, the list yes. the next time. Yeah, yeah. right. I suppose it has a spectacular region. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so a five hour ferry ride from uh, Athens to Mykonos and Mykonos. Wow. What do I say about Mykonos? So, my idea of Mykonos, ever since I've heard of Mykonos, I've heard that it's just this huge party island. That's all I ever really know about it. Celebrities party there. They have their yacht. They take their yachts there. They this type of thing. I really didn't know what to expect, but it was gorgeous. It was a lot quieter than I expected. So we get to Mykonos, and I'm in a different hotel than everyone else. And we're we at this point we didn't arrange any pickup or any. Buddy to pick us up from the where the ferry drops us. Oh, I didn't arrange it. Yeah, sorry. My bad. So I was winging it. I was leaving it up to the travel gods. So I decided they all had a ride in a van to their place. And I decided to get a ride uh, with a serial killer. <laughs> no. 
I wasn't sure. He didn't look like the nicest person. I was scared to approach him, but I thought he looks like he's probably done this a few times. I'm going to go ahead and trust him. So is this like the Uber in Greece? Or yeah, well, it wasn't Uber. He's just some, you know, and they're not the, I don't want it there. It wasn't like he was mean. He was just, they're just very forward. Okay. Or can you take me to my hell? My hotel. Yes, I can take you. You know what I mean? Of course I can. <laughs> Stupid question to me, right? Yeah, it's kind of a dumb question. <laughs> right, but he's got, ga- he's got gators on. They're all chewed up. His toes are hanging out of them. And I'm like, I guess this guy's okay. I'm not real sure. But he had a, I call it a tuk-tuk, but in that part of the world, you don't call it a tuk-tuk. It was just a, a three-wheel tricycle motorized that I could sit in. He put my bag in it, and I have a video of it, and I will throw the video up on Instagram and yeah, that's a pretty cool video. Yeah. And I put it on my personal page, but I haven't put it on friends that carry on yet. And I'll post it. If anyone's interested in seeing a little video of the ride up the hill to my hotel in Mykonos. The other thing that's pretty cool and funny. So we didn't really, Eric and we didn't really talk before, you know, about where he booked cause he booked his hotel later than, than Jim, Teresa and Shelly and I, he just figured, well, I'm going to stay somewhere in that general area. And didn't know exactly where we were. So we, you know, we left in our van. And I will say this, what we found on the Greek islands is the level of service is off the chart. Yeah. I mean, it's off the chart. Like there's no, you don't dare touch your bags to get them out of the van, even to take them to your room. They take them to your room for you, leave them by the time you're checked in. So we get in and we stay at a hotel metropolis, right? Metropolis. Yeah. Metropolis was oh that was Athens yeah so they, before you jump past that it you know different countries different cultures different uh, ways of doing things tips for people in Greece Mykonos I mean is it, it oh. expected to tip the people that are taking your there is down? Some, yeah. It, and can, can, if you, like with Eric, when you hire them, yes. You need sure. to negotiate. I'm sorry, Tony. You need to negotiate a price up front. And he told me 15 euro. Well, for your ride. For my ride. I, I had no problem with 15 euro. I said, how long will it take me? He said it could take 45 minutes. Depends on, you know, we've got to go. When, you know, i got to realize these roads go around Robin Hood's barn to get where they got to go. So it can take longer to get up these. Because everything is on the cliffs in all of these islands. It's right. up on the top of the mountain cliffs. So, it, but yes, tipping, right. yeah. It's, so, it's so that's for the ride, ride, but then for the for the people that are taking your bags up, yeah, they usually recommend about two euros a bag. Is a, is, oh, okay. is a good general rule. Okay, but yeah, so yeah, so it was Rockabella, 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 and it is it was phenomenal, and I do mean phenomenal. It Mine was, was the Maconian Mare. Yeah, so so we, boutique we hotel. That was the name of it. Sorry. <laughs> You know, they set us at the hotel bar, which is, you know, outside this crazy looking thatch type roof, which is gorgeous. You know, we're having drinks while they're getting our, our rooms ready because we were early. Right? And it was funny. So Eric had no idea where his hotel was. Next thing he knows, he's literally right beside us. The hotel is right beside us. Two different hotels, though. Two different Two hotels. hotels. He had no idea where we were, and he is right beside us. That's as, I'm, <laughs> as I'm pulling into my hotel, my place, the guy's like, where's your friend staying? And I said the name of it. And he said, oh, well, that's right next door. I said, you're kidding me. He said, no, look, there they are. He comes walking look, look. down around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so we were right beside each other. And these are very resorty type hotels that I really wasn't expecting. So a lot of these hotels have their own private pool for every room. Yeah. yeah private had, pools for your room. We had. A- I didn't have one. I didn't pay for that. But some of them did. Yeah, they put us in one of the rooms that it does. It, it kind of looks almost like a hot tub. Yeah. It's just not heated. It's really, but it's a great little pool. It's right off of our patio, overlooked the DNC. It was, you know. I was very happy with Mykonos. I really was. Yeah. I didn't know what to but expect. Just, and it's just a nice, it was nice. Yeah, that was just, I mean, the hotel experience. Right. The hotel was great. Was great. The, the infinity pool was awesome. They had these little square cutouts, like for, it looks like you're, beach wrap that you'd lay on but it's it's a cutout and then they have a nice pad on there with a little shade over top of it but you're actually going out into the pool and you got a little edge where you dip your toes in and, and touch without jumping in the water i mean it's a beautiful pool and it's an infinity so when you're in it you're looking straight out from the pool out to the a, a gnc and oh, it's wow. just gorgeous yeah it's a little chilly but it was gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so eric was mentioning so where we stayed was not in the heart of, of Old Town. So you could go in and stay in some of those, 
but you don't get kind of this type of feel. You don't have those type of pools. resorty resort. type resort. feel. Yeah. So this is you know a little bit of relaxation type of thing. And but then we took uh, a, a van into town mm-hmm. that night and to, to explore. Had a reservation at one of the top restaurants there in Mykonos. Had a very good meal. Remember the name? Yeah. Uh, Mama Mama Lucas. Mama Lucas. There we go. It was was incredible. What was neat about the town once we got in there? It was it was pristine. You know, the the the, the, it was very everything white is is white. Everything's (laughs) whitewashed. It's all like concrete buildings. But the little the the alleys or whatever it was it was all pedestrian traffic once you got into it. And there was a little bit of cobblestones, concrete it with some blue stones. But I mean, it was immaculate. It was pristine, clean, and mm-hmm. with the white walls and very narrow walls. So, I mean, you didn't have a, it was just neat. It was different, I guess, is, is the best way to describe it. But meandering streets. Yeah. yeah. They, they were not square and make a circle. <laughs> and you knew you were there. If you just kept making rights now, you, you don't know where you were. It was definitely a, a labyrinth of, uh, of streets and, and so forth. But it, it was neat. We'd like to have seen more. I know in talking to our uh, the person at the hotel, she was showing us some map. So obviously it was downtown where we got to. We had hoped to go to the some of the raging the clubs, the clubs and that type of stuff. But they were over on the other part of the island and she showed where they were and you got a nice peaceful beach here, you got the the one that stays till you know, people are drinking till six, seven, eight in the morning or basically twenty four seven. Uh so she pointed all that out and it's all there, but we just didn't have time to go there, unfortunately. Yeah, you got to pick your days. <laughs> yeah, a Mykonos, I would definitely like to spend at least three days. If I went back, I would like to do three days. You guys were there. There were only one day. Just one day. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. other thing, uh, luckily, our, our hotel did have a, a van to take us in and out of town. But we asked about cabs because that was the other reason we didn't go to the all-night type thing because there's only 30 cabs on the whole island. So you're not, it's not easy to catch a ride to get back, especially the later it gets and more people are out and, and, and occupy them. So we were kind of warned about that and that kind of deterred us from, from going out there just because we weren't sure what time we'd actually get back. <laughs> we, we know our, <laughs> our history would dictate that we wouldn't have been early. <laughs> we you guys must have early in your day of drinking when you made that decision. <laughs> well, it was also, um, you know, we had a couple days there in Athens and it was a good relaxed day. You know, and we did go out and eat and had some cocktails and, yeah. you know, went back and we spent the afternoon and the evening at the pool. You know, and it was great because they had poolside service. And that was awesome. Yeah. The island is separated into several locations. So you could do probably a day kind of in each area, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And so at least that's like three or four days. We probably yeah, had. at least three days in Mykonos. So, so you, you all, when you were there, you the hotel and then the restaurant and anything else you were able to squeeze into the time that you were there, you were only there a day. Yeah, not really. No, yeah. just a little to check out the town and that was about it. That's why so how, yeah, probably three days. How did you choose the restaurant? Was it recommended or was something you chose ahead of yeah, time? Yeah, we uh, looked up about five, six restaurants, you know, when we were doing the planning, figuring, hey, we want to hit a good restaurant in Mykonos and then one night in Santorini, we wanted to hit one of the good restaurants. And, and then when we got to the hotel at, at where Jim and I stayed there at Rockabella, I asked the, the, the people that were working, I'm like, Hey, here's the three restaurants that we had kind of on the list. And they told us before we didn't need reservations at this time of year, just call that day and you, you'll be fine. So we're like, okay. So we asked and she said, well, if you want really, really good, Greek Mediterranean type food, this would be my pick. And And of course, and then she called me the reservation for us. It was great. I I had fish. Yes. You have to have fish. fish. You know, I can't remember. It was a a Burundi. I can't remember that it was a different a fish I'd never seen yeah. before. I knew it was a white fish and I, I always like to try mm-hmm. new white fish if I yeah, I see it. And, and it was good. It tasted it was good white fish. Yeah, I got uh, whatever the fresh catch right. was. I don't I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Food was excellent, service was great again. Yamas. Yamas. <laughs> <laughs> and it was how were the views at the restaurant? That was, there was no views in that restaurant. It was tucked back in a little. Uh, we were outside. It was, it uh, yeah, was, it was outside, but it was tucked in a little. What do you call that? Veranda type thing. Yeah. It was a court, It was courtyard. It was courtyard. Court, 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 court. court. What was the temperature like? 
it was really great. It was a hot mid seventies. And, and you guys were there in May. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that typical? Yeah, that's probably typical. I mean, at night it does get a little cool. So if you're a girl, wear a sweater, a pullover, whatever. If you're a guy, take a sweater. It can get cool at night. Uh, unless you're partying and dancing, and then you know how that goes. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> it was, it, the weather was perfect, actually. It I, was perfect. And I'll be honest, I don't know how, how July, August. Oh, my gosh. It's got to be hot. Yeah. yeah, because that kind of leads me into the segue of the next day. The next day, we had to leave and catch Gold Star Ferries mm-hmm. to go to Santorini, which yeah, we were going to be Mykonos. spending. Mykonos to Santorini, Gold Star ferries and it took us four hours and again another uneventful ride wonderful little ride through the aegean sea that water's just you could sit on the back of that boat and watch that water churn all day long it's just when it turns it turns into sky blue it's just gorgeous it's you know you put your music on you read you do whatever and you just kind of really relax and get into the moment and enjoy your your vacation on a ferry I don't know if we mentioned this on the last podcast or not, and this actually happened on the ferry from Athens to to Mykonos, but you can bring on your own food and drink and so forth. And there was a group of probably eight to ten older gentlemen who did just that and had a great time between Athens and one of the other ports before we got to Mykonos. Several, many different types of of alcohol and and, uh, wine and cheese and all that type of stuff. They had a great time. So you can make an event out of, of the ferry ride. Oh, we forgot to mention the tchotchke. The tchotchke is an ouzo bottle. We'll talk about that a little bit when we, because I picked it up at uh, a vineyard. <laughs> you picked up an ouzo bottle at, at a vineyard. vineyard. Yeah, well, it was a cute little tchotchke bottle, so I wanted it. Okay. Um, and that brings us to our, you know, our our arrival in Santorini. What time? I don't remember what time we got there. We all got there. It would have been about. It was in the late afternoon, right? Like Three forty-five, four yeah. o'clock. Right, yeah, we get into Santorini, and again, we haven't hadn't arranged any pickup from our hotels, and I guess you could do that. Mine probably not, because I went a little cheaper route in Santorini. You all did no, no, you I didn't have it either. And, and from a travel tip standpoint, that's one of the things I did look at you know, to try to since that one wasn't arranged and, and Nikos was arranged, so I, I wanted to say, well, I don't know where they're going to at the port where you catch the cabs. Is there different rides? And then I found where travel advice had said, hey, here's roughly what the price should be. Which uh, was? Oh, we're going to say it's about 10, uh, 10. He wanted us to pay 10 each, and you said it was between 5 and 8. 5 and 8 was what the five and eight euro piece per person. Yeah, so, yeah, when he first said it, I was like, no. We just walked past him. I didn't even get the argument. Then he came back. He's like, well, how much? <laughs> and then he threw out another price. I was like, okay, that works. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you just have to negotiate with these guys, and they really do appreciate a negotiation. They might act like they don't and give you a hard time, but they really—it's what they do. It's what I've always leave. experienced. You wouldn't leave us alone. No. Yeah, he would. Right, exactly. I mean, there was five of us. <laughs> yeah, he knew. Yeah, and he picked up other family too that had other riders. So who knows how he negotiated with them? Right. You know? so, What's funny though is he always dropped you at the wrong. Hotel. I know. <laughs> well, I showed him my piece of paper that sh- that had the hotel name on it. He acted like he knew where it was. He said the name. He repeated it to me, and he didn't repeat it correctly. And I'm like, no, that's not right. And he's like, yeah, yeah, right. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. Well, when he went to drop me off, it wasn't the same place. I got out of the van. I went and looked. I'm like, oh, well, well, wait a minute. This is not it. I knew he didn't understand. I knew he didn't. And it just verified it when he dropped me off there. That's kind of what I had to wait for because I knew he was wrong. I knew he was going to be wrong. But we we figured it out. He took me to my hotel, and I got there no problem. Yes, yeah, so for us, Eric stayed about a block and a half, two mm-hmm. blocks, three blocks, somewhere around that range. A six-minute walk. Yeah. We were at yes. Astro Palace, and again, another just spectacular hotel, and the service. I mean, it had each, so they have the main building where the, the main large pool is that have just typical hotel rooms, that, but we stayed kind of in these little guest I think what they had about four, five, six rooms in each kind each of like building, a pod. Yeah. yeah. And they all had their own private pools. Mine was right off of the side. Jim had one of the. Uh, right. You walked out off the back. You had a back little porch 
And then you had the, the individual pool, and then behind the pool you had a little cabana with the, the shade and all. So as far as – All that, part of your room. That was all yes. part of my, our room because the, back there, other people beside us could come out and do the same thing, but you had little dividers between the pools. Not real tall ones, but enough that you know you knew that was your thing. In fact, I had the number back on the cabana, so you knew it was your room. But it, it was as far as space and, and just feeling comfortable, and I, I've stayed at – very nice, high-end luxury hotels and all, like the Greenbrier and so forth, a place in New York City. This is just as as comfortable and and, and just nice as, as you can imagine. You walk in through a nice lobby. They're always greeting you and trying to help you out. Then to the pool, and at night, the pool had little lights that kind of looked like a sky, but the lights were in the bottom of the pool. But the pool, you know, at night, it's lit up, so it was kind of hmm. neat. And then when we went back to the room, like I said, the, the room was large so we have plenty of space there large bathroom big shower and then on straight on out to the porch and then the pool and then the cabana i mean just stretched on forever so what was the name of this hotel astro palace astro palace thank you yeah it was and again the service is just just off the charts one of the things that was unique that we had both in mykonos and in, in here was when they check in i mean somebody literally comes out grabs you by the hand, you go sit at a little table, they bring out a map of the entire city, right? And kind of go through things with you. Hey, here's where everything is on the hotel property, walk you through it all, ask you what you want to do, what do you want to see, that kind of stuff. And they kind of point all this stuff out for you and then leave you the maps. I mean, it's just, right. I've, I've really never had anything like that, but they did it at both of our hotels. Yeah, so. it's just sort of the way that they, the standard procedure there. Yeah. And this place also had a spa, so they had massages, facials, whatever you want to sign up for. Teresa, the next day, got a facial massage, so it was fantastic. Yeah, because we had made reservations for that night at about 7, 7.30-ish, you said what it was, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was for Volcano Blue. Volcano Blue. We had made that, those, re- Shelly had made those reservations early in advance. Mm-hmm. She had checked with the group, decided what we wanted to do, and we decided we'd go to a place we could walk to. The best street name that I've ever been on. Do you remember what the street name was? Donkey Street. Donkey Street. <laughs> no, that's where. Oh, that was the name of the the, the, the street that the uh, restaurant was on. It is. It was on donkey street. That street leads you over to where you catch the donkey. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, Donkey Street. And that was a wonderful meal. I had seafood soup basically that had everything a growing boy needs and it was it was awesome and the views were awesome we posted some on instagram and facebook if you want to go back and check those views out from that restaurant we highly recommend you go look at them because that that was the one i had the the seafood salad and i took a picture (laughs) i posted you couldn't see any lettuce it was under there but it was just (laughs) top of so much fresh seafood it was incredible yeah and then i got uh, again fresh fish and they brought it out and then he said, would you like me to fillet it for you? I was right. like, sure. So I think Eric and I both videoed this guy. It would have taken me a year. Yeah, to fillet right? this And this dude. guy. I haven't seen the video. Oh, it's We'll have to post it then. We'll have to find it and post yeah, it. Yeah. And it was delicious. It was just spectacular. We'll post it. We ate, we ate really well. We ate yes. several appetizers, entrees. We had desserts. Let's give people an idea of cost. Just if... Of course, I only had a soup, yeah. Yeah, a soup or a stew, but still only cost maybe 12 euro. Really? That's It was a 12 yeah. to 16 euro. Well, I had it was this. chock full of good seafood. It was well worth it to me. Yeah, I think yeah. my fresh fresh fish, and it was about 18 euro. Okay. Right. That's what I was thinking, somewhere in the 18 to 20. Very doable. Very big portion. Yeah, you go have this dinner in downtown D.C.? Oh. Well, you're going to spend $85, for the dinner itself. Mm-hmm. Probably. So Maybe more. Else, I don't know. Via the yeah. On top so, of yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's that kind of meal. It was excellent. Very yeah. good. Yeah. And, of course, we rolled into Mykonos, or I'm sorry, Santorini, all ready to go. And we decided to do a little tchotchke hunting through the town and, you know, find all the little places and, and bar hop a little bit. So we decided we found this little jazz bar. Well, do you remember? <laughs> no. so, so is this okay, the, you keep saying, do you remember? No, I guess I don't remember. <laughs> so it, it, just, I'm trying to get a sense of timing here. Is this your first day there? Yes. Yeah, so first, first day. First you day. You were there in Santorini for how long? But Since about 4 p.m. maybe? Well, no, no, no. Well, well, three, 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 all three days total. Three yeah, days three in Santorini. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, so we came, we came in, I guess, hot. We were, we were refreshed. We didn't, we didn't stay overnight. We, we, we had that nice meal. We had a great dinner. So we were walking around, and uh, we passed this jazz bar, and Shelly mentioned it. She's like, that looks like a place. But we kept walking because we were just wandering around. And then we're about halfway down the street where – do you want to go in there? She's like, well, I'd go in there. And I was like, hey, guys, let's go back to the jazz bar. Right. So we walked back up there, and we go in, and they had a perfect seat for us. It was, uh, I mean, it was like a little L, right? Yeah, right in the corner of the bar. It was perfect. We had a good time. I mean, we sat there for... It was a very small place, a quaint place, but it, a very, it had a good atmosphere. You sat there till 11 or midnight, at least, right? Uh, closer to 1 o'clock. Okay, there you go. That's okay. what time we so, took the girls so jazz off. And jazz, yeah. and, jazz and Santorini. Jazz. A neat little jazz bar. Hit right. little jazz bar, too. Right. It wasn't live. I mean, they were just playing. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. But the, uh, there was no room for band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would have taken a maybe, maybe a sax player. <laughs> Oh man, I took their card too, yeah. but I can't remember. Fira. It's the only jazz bar in Santorini you can't miss. It. <laughs> it's Fira, Fira something. Yeah, the uh, really, but yeah, we walked the the girls home at one thirty, one thirty, yeah, and then went back, yeah, to the same jazz bar. No, yeah, no, no, initially, oh, no. okay. Oh no, yeah. That's, where did we go? Well, we went we, to go we, check out some of the other places. We did. Couple. We checked out a cowboy bar. A cowboy yeah. bar. Saloon. Saloon. And we went into the downstairs. It had an open area, and then it, which went straight into the downstairs bar, which hardly had anybody, but you could hear the noise, and you could just tell there's a lot of people somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so they had this little spiral staircase at the at the back of the the downstairs bar. So we're like, okay, well, that must be. Right. So we walk up there, and we could barely get off the spiral steps to get in there. It was packed. Yeah, it was also very young people. <laughs> and it was 110 degrees. It was up there. So, yeah. So we're oh, like, uh, let's just go back down where there's hardly anybody, get a drink. And we went out, actually went out the outside part, and just us three sat and, and chatted and run. They bought us. And, and they bought us shots. Yeah. Which was. Not, who bought us shots? Who was the bartender? Oh, that's, that's right. right. Holy cow. Yeah. Twice. Jeez. Yeah, a couple times. So so, we, no wonder we reciprocated by buying more shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which then allowed us to, hey, we should check out like a true club. Well, right? well then, so they close us down at three o'clock. All right. We're like, <laughs> if we were in the States, that's normal. Right. And, you know, you, you, you go on about your business, but there's usually in the city, there's an after hours bar. So we asked for one of those. They said, oh, there's there's one or two. Just go up the hill and to the right or to the left. So, so we went up there and those were like a more traditional after hours dance club. Which Eric had uh, dance fever at that point. <laughs> they didn't like my dancing. I don't know why. Well, but, you know. but hey, I had a good time. That's, that's all that matters. <laughs> yep. So we spent what another hour there watching Eric dance with six feet two size women. I'm five three, by much, the way. Much to their chagrin. And, uh, <laughs> and after that got old, we started walking. We thought home, but we got. At the time we going down the street past the jazz bar, and, and they, they were open. They, they were open. still open. Now it's like four-ish, I guess. So we're like, oh, we'll have a nightcap, right? Yeah. Walk in and oh, say hi goodness. to him. Well, then he wouldn't let us leave. The bartender. Yeah. He loved us. He just kept bringing drinks. Yeah. I do mean keep drinking. And then it became sunlight. sunlight. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not sure, still not sure they were closed, up. but... I don't know if they closed. I don't know if they closed or not. Uh, yeah. It wasn't like, we're done, get out. We just sort of said we <laughs> The sun's up. We have a catamaran cruise. We have to take a catamaran cruise. Uh, I know we got back down to our uh, hotel like 7.30. Yeah. So then Jim and I hung out by the pool for a little bit. Up by the pool for a little bit. <laughs> I was smart and went home and got a little sleep. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, 7.30 meant that here in the States, where you're from, it was... One thirty. Yeah. Yeah, but still, we had been acclimated in yeah, Athens yeah, and all. It yeah. still was. I think it was a little bit different time. Than, was it different than Athens? No, maybe not. No, no, no. Athens. Uh, but that was the day. Yes, yeah, so that was the day of our, our cruise. Our, that was the day. Yeah, we went Next. shopping, and then uh, and the that cruise. was just a, a great. Do we know the name of this cruise? So yeah, that was the next thing we did was a sunset catamaran dinner cruise. A six hour. Six hours. So and, before you go there, Santorini. You were there for three days? 
Yes. Okay. That that was that was the place that was devastated by like volcanic eruption in yes. the 16th century. So we're going to get into we'll that. Touch that we'll that touch, we'll touch on all that when we yeah. start with our tours on day three. On day three, exactly right. several centuries before. Don't get ahead of us, Brian. Hey, you, know, you were <laughs> we'll in Santorini just there. I just thought that we would get to that. We'll, we'll get there. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> don't pardon me. Pardon me for the cruise. A little fast. Been known to do that. So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they, we uh, they picked us up at the hotel, um, like around two o'clock. It was Santorini Tours, is what the tour guide was called. But the, the, the boat had a Greek name on it, and there was apparently a bunch of them because they had a whole fleet of catamarans out there once we got out there. But they uh, so you know, obviously, that the, the whole island is just, just gorgeous views wherever you're at, and especially from the water looking up at the cliffs. And it's since it is a volcanic island. There's a red beach, there's a black beach, and then there's white beach. And then, so they actually stopped. They didn't actually go onto the beach, but they, you know, they anchored a little bit off of it. We were able to jump in and swim. And it was refreshing. Very refreshing. Some would say really cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the water was. Temperature, any idea? Uh, Oh, temperature. Uh, Well, that's. it probably wasn't that big. I mean, it was cold to us, and the outside temperature was in the mid 70s, maybe. Yeah. But, but it wasn't the sun freezing, was freezing. So it wasn't I mean, freezing. No, it was. You know, it was probably sixty-five. Maybe? It was one. Of, yeah, yeah, sixty-five uh, water temperature. That's probably about right. Yeah. It made you get it when you got in. It did take your breath away oh, yeah. at the very beginning, but you got <laughs> used to it. But you know, it was what it was. So. But they they took us all around. They made food. Yeah. They they, had they grilled on the back of the fish and and chicken. And chicken. It was great. Fish, yeah, all you can drink, all you could drink, yeah, beer and wine, right? Beer and wine, and so, so what was it per person? Like the, the cost of this, uh, it was bad either, but it was Shelly booked all this stuff. I think it's like a hundred and thirty, forty, forty. Which, person. when you think person. about it, oh, it was well worth it. Eight hours, six, six hours, hours. hours, and snorkeling, and yeah, swimming, and hot, uh, hot springs, and, uh, and all you could drink. I paid, I paid more for a round of golf without any food. Absolutely, and uh, and, and without the views for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Oh, we highly recommend it. Yeah. I yes. mean, if you don't do it, you need to do it. It's just because. It's just so gorgeous just to see it alone and take your camera. Yeah, there you go, guys. We, uh, <laughs> we took a lot of pictures and, and posted a good many, but they, they still don't do they it They don't justice. do it any justice. And, and every time you turn around, there's another magnificent view you want to take a picture of. We, after a while, you kind of get, you get tired of taking so many pictures. Like, but it, it is absolutely incredible. The water is uh, this deep, dark blue, and when it churns up, it becomes a, a light teal. And then Tony did some of the snorkeling with his GoPro, so I know he's got some yeah, good videos of that. You can see the fi- well, you can see the fish off the boat, so I know underneath the water. One of the questions I was going to have is, I mean, as you're you're taking the ferries and you're taking the catamaran rides, I mean, what what types of uh, aquatic life were you able to see as you're you're on the boat? We saw dolphins. We saw dolphins on the ferries, ferries but that's it. Yeah, that was it as far as that goes. But on the boat, you could see when we anchored. Oh. You could see fit a small lot of fish. fish. Yeah, small fish. Okay. And there was hundreds of them. But yeah. we, we, we were snorkeling. Oh, it's it? great. So I took the GoPro and uh, they let us jump off of the cataran, which is pretty cool. So I have really cool footage of jumping off and going under. But then at the one stop, then they, you know, they broke out the snorkeling gear. Um, so I was able to dive down and they were feeding them too. So mm. they were swarming. There was fish everywhere. So yeah, they were throwing breadcrumbs out. So yeah. that for the snorkelers, they, they, they would gather. It was great. I mean, this was great footage. So, um, so the, the types of, I mean, good, good color, like different variety colors or were they? Yeah, the, well, there was even, uh, probably three to five varieties of fish. And I, the only thing I do regret is I didn't, I didn't have my underwater filter on the camera. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Everything has a little bit of blues to it, but it's still just awesome views. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, so from those beaches, and then they took us to the hot springs. So this is the natural hot springs off from where the volcano is. From the volcano, yeah, from inside. That's what creates the heat. It is the most quirky thing. So, you you know, and I laugh because I don't think we can get away with this United States. They they let you drink for four hours. (laughs) (laughs) There's no life jackets, they don't give you that. They're like, hey, Jump off the boat here, 
swim around those two boats and then around that corner and over there is the hot spring. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, okay. It's like, okay. That's how it turned out. But, and maybe I didn't hear the full announcement, but you're sitting there and there were other boats stopped. But when you're looking, you see land. It's straight ahead, maybe 50 yards or so. And you're thinking, well, that's not bad. I can swim over there. But when you got over there and got beyond the, the next boat, you had to make a left and swim <laughs> another 50 yards. And then you got up there and you had to make a right and another 50 to 100 yards to get to the spring. So luckily in there, there were some very jagged rocks that you could, could walk on that they warned. They did warn us about that. Watch the rocks. Well, that's just what you want are jagged rocks to walk on. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they also said, don't. Actually, the mud is very good for you. You know, it's the sulfur springs and all, but apparently it stinks also because it's sulfur. And they, they, if they keep a pristine, clean boat, they're like, don't get mud on you. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't get yeah, mud on you. Don't be rubbing mud all over yourself. Yeah, don't be rubbing it all over you. So we, we get up, we finally get to that part, and you're, you're going from the cold water, you get a little bit of warm and, and, and then cold and warm as you're getting there. And you see these other boats that obviously unloaded people, and there was there this one guy, big, burly guy, he comes up out of the water, and he had just gotten mud all over his face, his shoulders, his back. I mean, 100% his whole body was mud covered in mud. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like, oh, dude. <laughs> he's going to smell for days. <laughs> and it doesn't come off easily. I mean, yeah, he's going back in swimming. He's coming up, and it's just as dark as it was before. I mean, it's not really? like you just get it on and it comes off. No. It's kicked on there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So. What I remember, I didn't go to the warm spring. I watched them go. But all of a sudden, before they decide to come back, there's this little wooden boat that's got a party boat. Somebody's on it. And what do I hear? Take me home, country roads. I'm like, what? Out here in the middle of the Aegean Sea. And somebody singing country roads. Oh, what the heck? I, How I did was, that happen? When they start singing, I was right behind them at that point. <laughs> and of course, I'm trying to swim. And uh, I wanted to say, hey, I'm from West Virginia, but then I'd, I'd go under and grab some water in my mouth, so I couldn't acknowledge that, hey, I love it, whatever, because I'm in the middle of swimming back to the boat. But, yeah, no, it was incredible to, to have this boat. We have no idea who they were, and they break out in country roads. And that happens almost every country we go to. It's right. just and, and, incredible. And just for our listeners that are out there, we, all of us, we're, we are from West Virginia. We're on the eastern tip, about an hour from Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. But our, you know, John Denver is the uh, artist for Country Roads. And it's it's not our state song, but it's, it it's been adopted as. Uh, and it's been yeah. adopted as. And for some reason, all over the world, everywhere we go. Well, there, well it's there, a very easy folk song. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a folk song that is it. highly popular. We hear everywhere. And, and uh our good friends here that went to Greece heard it on a boat in the middle of the Aegean Sea. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, I mean, to me, that's really in the middle of a volcano <laughs> that erupted how many billions of years ago. What was kind of sad is so when, with the GoPro, yeah, it's obviously waterproof, but I've gotten recommendations that when you're going into the seawater to put the case, the waterproof case on it, just because some of the salt, the, the very small, small particles. But then what it does is it, it moots the sound too much. Oh, so, so I was trying to video this from the sea now while I'm swimming, right? So I got my GoPro on one hand and, and tried. And of course, it's not really picking it up. I was like, damn, because it would have been pretty cool. It been cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. still a great story. Well, yeah. Well, one of the last thing about Country Road, just since we're on it, anybody that follows hockey, the St. Louis Blues just won the Stanley Cup. And they were in last place in January. And they started, and I forget the, the story behind why they started playing uh, country roads on the big screen at, the, at their home stadium. But they started doing that in January, and they started winning. They've adopted that song as their song that, that led them to the Stanley Cup. So it's all over. Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, wow. They're going to play it forever now because they just won. They're never going to stop playing that song. Everything. Power to it. Yeah. yeah but getting is. back to the hot springs, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to come in from the cold, and you're getting a little bit of warm, and the people that are in the, the, what we thought were hot springs – we're coming out and starting to hit the cold again. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, so you're just seeing I'm like, well, do we actually want to do that? I, mean, <laughs> uh, I think hot was not necessarily the, the best description. It was more of a lukewarm. So <laughs> you did do it. We, oh, did, we, oh, did. we did do yeah, it. Yeah, we were like, at that point, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. here. <laughs> we got to go We've there. gone over the jagged rocks. We swam the, the water. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. So, so did any of you get some of the mud? 
the volcanic ash and mud on you, and, yeah. and it was felt like what? Like, Silt? Just, they're yeah, just sloppy, sloppy. I was going to go with like hot dog dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good, good, good way to describe it. That's what, that was the description that was coming out yes. at the time. So, well, you know, and, and I guess our listeners would ask why Tony knows what hot dog uh, yeah, dude is like. It does happen sometimes, I suppose. The, the other really unique thing there, and you got to try to visualize, we're out in the water, we're coming in, this is a volcanic island, so it's steep cliffs with just a real tiny little bit of a beach, but nobody's living there. I mean, there's no, you don't look up and see houses up on top or any kind of civilization, but you get back to where the hot springs is, which is a little bit of a cove, and there's a little shack there with a guy selling tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) He does live there. Well, he lives he there. He's the only guy that lives in that He's code. I'm not expecting that. <laughs> no, you're not. Sure of it. Thank God I had my camera because I was like, does that say tomatoes? <laughs> you should, I mean, you're in the sure middle of a code. Yeah. Can you imagine what he gets to see every day as those, those boats come in all the time, oh, one sure. right after the next? He lives there. He, you know. Wait, I've got a question. <laughs> Did you buy any tomatoes? But what I tried to figure out, and maybe you also had a better angle than I did, and I, but you're sitting there and you're looking up straight up these cliffs, and I, you don't really see stairs or a pathway. I'm not sure how he gets there. A boat. It's the only I boat he had. Boat, there yeah. was a boat there. So it's the only way to get in and out. Yeah. yeah, because behind him were cliffs that yeah. you obviously can't climb. <laughs> were there people there buying tomatoes? I didn't notice I anybody they, buying them. They went up to the shack. I don't know if they bought anything because you had to swim back. Yeah, because every, so that's what I was trying to get to is, is if you buy tomatoes, you where do you now, take them? How do you I, I will them? say the tomatoes in San Marini are fabulous. Yeah. I've never had better cherry, that's big total. cherry sized tomatoes. That's a whole other story. But I still don't know how you buy them when you're, you got to swim back to your bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, tomato bag. Right, so like, we probably should finish up on the, on the cruise. We, uh, right. So we look back on there. It's funny, too, that you talk about the pristine boat. They hosed you off. Yeah, yeah you got up. You, 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 you got, got up. It doesn't matter whether you. Why you're still on the last step? They yeah, did not bottom. wait for you to take a step on board. I had trouble understanding. I was the first one up the ladder, and I'm just trying to get through and get to a towel because now you get a little bit of cold air. They're like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what they're saying. I didn't quite get it. Then they start just toasting me down. So, like, oh, okay. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but then they, they gave me a uh, nice. And you said, I remember this from college. <laughs> they took us on a nice, you know, they cruise and the sun's getting close to set. And it was pretty funny at one point. I don't remember how many boats I counted, but it was a lot. I mean, we're talking like 40 that were kind of all, it was like this parking lot of boats and it was a great spot not too far from the port and they just anchored up and watched the sunset and it was i mean it, it was honestly kind of magical to watch yeah. and then of course they they bring us in at night sun's down load us up bring us back to the hotel, hotel. and you're done for the day it's yeah. a nice long perfect day awesome day first two day this is day, day two. two. Oh, that's right day yeah now now we'll get into day three because we really didn't we were a little still we didn't go out and hit the town that night <laughs> needless to say yeah. oh wait, i think you guys no. oh, well, then i went and had a great italian meal until 7 a.m yeah yeah maybe yeah, right. had something to do with it yeah. had something to do with it yeah so we, we just sort of went our own that evening we got back pretty chill but we did go out and, and mosey around up, up top because yeah. everything is up top because day day three started at what time for the wine tour? Well, yeah. So day three, we decided. So the two big things we we're going to do was, of course, the catamaran sunset cruise, and then we thought we would do a wine tour, right? Because mm-hmm. fabulous wines in, in Greece, and uh, we didn't know that this came with. We, we saw, but we didn't really was. It was like ruins. We're like, okay, right. sure, why not? So we were a little nervous when they said, "Hey, it's a." <laughs> we started at eight thirty. It's like. You're going to drink wine at 8.30? Right. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> and they told us on the catamaran tour that they showed us the other side of Akateri, which was the, the oldest, I guess they're calling it the oldest civilization, civilization. they discovered. So we didn't realize that, right, until we, we get there. And, you know, our tour guide, I, I can't remember her name. I can't either. She was so funny. We, I was like, this is going to be a long tour because she was very dry. dry, and, dry slow. But then... 
she got into, into it. Yeah. And then you realize she had a very good, dry sense of humor. Right. Very funny. But and yeah. she was teaching us a lot. She was. This, this right. was the old, it was the oldest uh, and the largest volcanic eruption in the last million years. Right. Maybe not in all of history, but in the last million years. And it covered the city much like Pompeii got covered, which is obviously a lot more famous. But this is even older. This goes to, I think, 4,500 B.C. They said 2,000 years before Pompeii, and Pompeii was 73 A.D. Okay. So, so anyhow, but it, it's, they, they discovered it only 67. In 67. And they've excavated about what they estimate to be 10% of the city. And they've done it from the, well, obviously, top down. So they're at third, third, floor. third floor, second floor, and in some cases to, all the way to the first floor. But it's just absolutely incredible. They've got it dug out, and you see the ruins, and they've recovered like over 12,000 artifacts, vases, all stuff, and they are per- more or less perfectly preserved. Right. So they're getting a lot of great history and facts from what they've discovered because when the ash came down and settled right away, it just preserved it right there. One of the, the most interesting, maybe quirky facts I thought or took away from it, especially coming growing up in Appalachia, is... They had, they, and this wasn't for like the, the king or the head of the, the city. They had not only indoor plumbing, indoor toilets, but the toilets were up on the third floor. So, and, and this was for, I don't know if it was a commoner, but it certainly wasn't the top person either from what, right. what they said. So they had a system to get the, the toilets and, and had piping and ran down and out and a sewer system and everything. And being from Appalachia, there's still parts in West Virginia that don't have indoor plumbing right and certainly a lot more prevalent you know 30 40 years ago but this was 4500 years ago it's just absolutely incredible that that civilization was that advanced a couple thousand years before Christ. Yeah. wow so it, it was a very very cool tour and I, I would highly recommend anybody who makes it to santorini to do that tour and i would do it honestly the same tour we did yeah and request our tour guide yes yeah. I mean, he was... He, he made it that much better because he, he was what you call a simoye, and he was still studying to become an even further advanced... He was, but yes. what was his name? Angelo. 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 There you go. He was born in Albania. Albania, right? moved to Greece when he was four. Something like that. His attitude was great. Is he... Is he... Uh, we'll put that up on on in, in the blog. Post that. I think Santorini tours too. I yeah, all tied together. But that's yeah. Up on the blog when we recap, we'll put some of the specifics on even our hotels and, and list some of those itineraries. So I think for be helpful for everybody to check out. And yeah, again, they can get to the blog right from our friends that carry on website. website. Yeah. Okay. And then, but then, so yeah, we, we spent a few hours there, and then he came back, picked us up, and then we visited three different vineyards on the island. And then the first one, which was amazing, is he he kind did taught us a right. good job of teaching. So most of the times when I've done wine tastings, you know, they'll give you good food pairings or, or you know, cheese pairings or something like that. He went through a lot more detail on the science behind it, which was very interesting. And he purposefully gave us bad tastings to bad show you what it should be. When you know it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> so, so what's the best example of the uh, bad Well, it wasn't anything that you would think of in that it was, we had one wine. Well, the first thing he did when he gave us the one wine, which is, is for us in the States, the closest to probably like a Pinot Grigio. So very acidic. And if you drink it by itself, you can feel it right on the side of your tongue. And then, you know, you feel yeah, that kind of. Into your jowls. Right. And then he just showed us a, a fatty cheese. You know, because it has the oils, and it what that does is it coats the right? And coats it, the and, yeah, and your, your taste buds, or balance and it, it made it yeah, it balanced it out amazing. And it was crazy, yeah. But then he just so one of the cheeses that was great with that, we did another type of cheese with it. It just it wasn't good at all. It didn't go at all. But he, but with the same wine, so you could get the the, the difference. Was it, was it because the cheese wasn't as fatty? Yeah, yeah. different. Yeah, yeah different levels different of fat in the cheese and. and Okay. And meat too, uh, cold cuts, salami usually. Nice. So the fats, I didn't realize it makes sense now, but it does. It does. It makes a lot of sense. I didn't realize that before because I've never really been that into wine, but it made perfect sense at the time. I'm like, wow, the difference in fats in the cheeses and the difference in fats in the meats makes a huge difference in flavor in your mouth. It yeah. really does. And and then you have so many different flavors wine. 
you know, you could, you could yeah. pair it forever. So. Wow. But yeah. So he took us, we, we did that first one, jumped in the van, went to a second one, which was <clears throat> amazing view because it was on the top of the cliff. So when we were on the boat the day before you could see it, they've painted all of the rocks, of course, white right? Right. <laughs> right. at this vineyard. But it, it, one of the things that does crack me up again, it was my love about Europe. Um, it would never fly in the States. The walls are <laughs> shin height. Yeah, shin height. I mean, they're like two feet. Height. I, I mean, like, it's why a cliff. I mean, it's <laughs> a cliff. Damn. I mean, if you, you trip and fall, eh, you're going to be in the Aegean Sea about <laughs> 200 feet below you. <laughs> if you live that, to get to the bottom of the water, if you get, you live, get down to the water. <laughs> and, and you start at the top of the cliff and you walk down these windy steps to a little pairing in the cliff, but it's good, what, 50. 75 feet down and then that's then you get seated and, and like he said a shin high wall and the cliff is right there and that's where you're sitting yeah we're just sitting there and then we were a perfect place for a vineyard and we were all and we were all like well it's a really good thing it doesn't rain much here because all the walks are painted white with white paint and it's if it got wet it would be really slick I mean really slick but, so like, it's a good thing it doesn't rain much here. The views were incredible. And we've been talking about the volcano to the left. Uh, I guess, was it actually part of it? Is that the volcano, mm -hmm. the crater? Yep. Or, and then we're trying to figure out what the original volcano was because it blew up and then it, it created these other couple little islands. But that original crater actually is the sea now. So we're, I guess, in a way, we were looking it's down, even though it was water, what the crater of the volcano was from up here on top and then seeing the what they call the calder. That's what it was. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah. Caldera. But Caldera. just absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Wow. And to All step right. back just yeah. a little bit, Santorini is the only Greek island that is of all made of volcanic ash. All the rest are due to tectonic plate movement, right? Okay. And Santorini is the only one that's made out of volcano. Volcanic so, ash. Volcanic, volcanic ash, yes. Yeah. So there's pumice everywhere. On that island, on all of Santorini, there's pumice everywhere. Yeah, he gave it to us. Yeah, I brought some home as a little souvenir, just a little. And just a little tidbit, something yeah. I, I actually learned. I didn't realize Santorini is actually five islands. The main island that everybody refers to and thinks of Santorini is Thera, with the capital being Fira. F-I-R-A. F-I-R-A, and the two main towns are that, and then Ia, which is the famous little town you always see with the blue domes and everything, uh -huh. but that was something that was kind of interesting. I didn't realize that either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and then anyway, to wrap up, then from that one, we, we jumped to the final one, which was really, really, it was on the other side of the island, closer to the airport. And it was great, great views from that too. It looked out across the sea, but it went up on the cliff. It was in a right. flat area, mm -hmm. which is, which was really neat. And yeah, he was hilarious. He was fun. Yeah, he was great. He made it uh, worthwhile for sure. And he, yeah. and he was very educational, things I didn't yeah. uh, know about wine and pairings. We'll move on now. We're going to move on from Santorini back to Athens. Yeah. Real quick, we stayed in the second port at Athens. What was the name of that? That area was called? Fira. Fira, F-I-R-A. No. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. Yeah, it begins with an F, I think. The second yeah. port in Athens? Yeah, there's a second little port. Rafina. Rafina, that's yeah. it. The area of Rafina. Well, it's about 40 minutes from the airport or so. That was like 20 minutes. Oh, was it? Okay. 20. Well, our well, cab ride took us right. there. We had a cab ride. Yeah. <laughs> so Tony and I, the next day, we had didn't fly out until late afternoon. And we decided to go check out this little port area. And we found an older gentleman that had been in business in all of the islands for a total of 45 oh, no. years. He, he had 12 years. He ran yeah. nightclubs and restaurants for 12 years in Mykonos. Had crazy stories to tell. You're talking about back in the 70s, mm -hmm. party with like, he was talking he about Paul, Paul Newman and all <laughs> kinds of like crazy old stuff. But anyway, did 32 years on the island of Paros, which is all the beaches. And then he retired for the last 12 years working yeah, at, this this at this port. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he gets up in the morning and goes and does his early morning rounds and gets everything and makes everything. 
And then his wife and son come in at noon and relieve him and take it up for the rest of the day. And then he drinks then he all drinks the rest of the day. Yeah. Oh, you know, he drinks oh, I'm sorry, the remainder of the day. <laughs> That's why he said he goes, I only work till noon because I drink. I drink too much. That's what he said, I drink. I but, drink. But, but, yeah. but he continues to drink. Yeah, Tony and I were walking by at 9 a.m. And I'm, I, I hadn't had a gyro yet. A gyro. A gyro. Right. Whatever. I hadn't had one. I'm like, I got to have an authentic gyro. Gyro. And I said, oh, look, there's one. And he saw me do that. And he's like, uh-oh, I can catch them. Well, he thought he was pointing to the beer. Right. <laughs> Mikos, this was a really, really good Greek beer. Well, uh, tell the story because you guys had to go back and pack. Uh, so, yeah, so it's really funny. So we, we decided, all right, yeah. sure, we'll have a beer. Why not? This guy's going to give us a beer at 10 o'clock in the morning. So we sit down. Well, I think this speaks to the culture there. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Inviting. Welcoming. welcoming yes. Them, and we were talking. Yeah. So we were saying, okay, well, we'll have to come back. And because he had, you know, the food on the, the spit and Gwen, it's not quite ready yet. Yeah, it will be ready at noon because that's when the first berries come in. And so we're sitting there for a while. And I want to take some pictures. I got this great picture of him in the back. Cause he's, this is early, right? So he's in. In these loafers, shorts, no shirt, and he's back there cutting up cucumbers and stuff to make his fresh tzatziki sauce. And that's what he's doing. And then he goes back in the kitchen. I was like, well, I got to take a picture because he had the, the firewood on the grill, you know, and the, and the chick and the pork cooking. So I was going to take a picture. He's like, sure. So then he, he tells us to go behind the bar and, and pretend like we're cutting the food off of the spit. Yeah. So we got to do that. And then he just starts bringing out food for us. Was that to take pictures to pretend yeah. like you're yeah, cutting? Yes. So you yeah, we're going to sit at our tables. Yeah. You know, and then he starts bringing food. So we basically didn't get our true euro. We got a deconstructed one. He kept bringing out meat. Yeah. He's bringing out pitas. He's bringing out cheese. He showed us how to make his tajiki sauce from told scratch. Told us how to do it. Yeah. And, uh, so then anyway, we, we had to check out at noon. <laughs> so we've been there for two hours. So we run up and we told him, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. We're going to spend the rest of our you know hour or two with you so we go we check out we come back down he literally had written up a sign that said reserved for eric and tony and he put it on the table <laughs> that's so we sat there for a while met his son his son came in then he met his wife and uh again we hung out this guy is uh, when he was on meet Kenos, became famous apparently he was on people magazine They'd written an article about his things. And the funny story is he was known as the restaurateur who can make a lobster dance. And he's like, I really couldn't make him dance because I would just kind of poke it in the eye and it would shake and do everything. Like a tambourine <laughs> <in the other laughs> hand. I'm like, don't give your secret away. <laughs> oh, okay. That's not well, that's why now you've given it away to the world. Right. Way to go, guys. He was, he was great. And you talk about a smart business guy. This guy, so I don't know if anybody who travels, it's mainly from Europe, but Contiki? is a travel group and there's a magazine you can look them up and they do big big tours like you can do a 45 day trip with these guys multiple people so they come in on the ferries so he had originally named the restaurant after his wife but like six years ago he, he's like honey i gotta tell you something i'm changing the name of the restaurant he named it Kentucky because <laughs> he's like all these ferries are coming in i got 100 people in this boat they see Kentucky. they're on a Kentucky tour we gotta go there and it works. And it works, yeah. He's like, tomorrow, it was the next day, he goes, oh, they reserved the whole place. I got like 112 people that are coming in. They reserved it for three hours. And we're like, where do you have room for 112 people? And he's like, I have a restaurant upstairs. And we're like, we didn't even know that. <laughs> we but anyway, it, it was just a great, it was a great way to kind of wrap up. It was a great way to end the, to really end the trip. Uh, and the next morning, like I said, I really enjoyed, we took a, a little cab ride through the, the back roads of of Athens to get to the airport. And it was just really neat to see all the little farmettes and, you know, stuff you don't usually get to see that you can appreciate the people, right. the working people of the, you know, of the area. Well, it's really the, uh, the, the touristy photos that we see in the U S right. that, you know, these are things that are, you know, you could see sounds like they're very cool to see. But, yeah. But the other, something the other real cool thing about Santorini, and we'll wrap it up real quick after this, uh, is the way they grow their grapes. They grow their grapes in a basket type thing on the ground, and they train them to grow in a circle around themselves and create like a nest. And the only reason they do that, because if they did it traditional way, the way we do everywhere else, the wind would tear them up and they wouldn't produce near as much. They wouldn't yield near as much wine. So they keep it down on the ground so it doesn't catch so much wind and get torn up. And they're nowhere else in the world they do this. And you just see these random uh, like bushes 
And they're bush grapes. They're great. They're great. All over the place. All over. Yeah. Every, and yeah. Everywhere. Little small fields of 30 and big fields of 300. You know what I mean? Post some pictures on our website. Absolutely. We will absolutely do that. We will absolutely do that. You can see that. Okay. So that kind of wraps up today's uh, Friends That Carry On and the tour through the few islands of Greece that we toured. would like to tell you about our highlighted affiliate this week. It's Skyscanner. Skyscanner is a travel fair aggregator website and a travel meta search engine. The site's available uh, in over 30 languages and is used by 60 million people per month. And, and we use Skyscanner yeah, a be, lot. Before, yeah, before we even had Skyscanner as an affiliate, mm-hmm. Jim, I think you had a yeah, pretty I, cool story. Well, I've about used here. them. Tony's used them. Uh, Jim and Tony, or Tony, or Terry Hogg used them. Uh, it's a great way to find find low price deals. And either the London trip or this trip is how I found our deal, and then end up going through uh, Bayarma, who's also an affiliate. And, uh, and then they booked us on Swiss Air, who's also an affiliate. So <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I, I hit a triple uh, and, and didn't know, and this was before they became affiliates. <laughs> uh, so we do use them and highly recommend them. And they also have they have domestic flights. You can search yep. for domestic flights and overseas flights also. And you can set up alerts. So if you're looking to do something and not ready to commit, set up alerts, and they'll tell you whether the, the price is going up, down, or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. I say we use it a lot too for the last minute stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, well and, and just as we were hosting the podcast here this evening, and I'm looking at the pricing on Greece trips for $1,867 round trip, I know that through your use of those sites, you didn't pay near that much. No, no, not, not even. No, uh, so even half so, that. Half that no. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. so, so good tips. So that wraps up today's uh, version of Friends That Carry On. We're glad you could join us. Make sure you find us on the internet. That will be www.friendsthatcarryon.com. Find us on Instagram at Friends That Carry On. And find us on Facebook at Friends That Carry On. And listen to future or even past podcasts. You can find them all of our social media platforms. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Ciao. Be sure to join the friends next week with another great podcast. And don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. You can also find the friends and other content on www.friendsthatcarryon.com or check us out on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook by searching Friends That Carry On. Thanks again for joining us. And don't forget to carry on, friends.